Welcome to episode 26 of the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, J Bunny. For this episode, I sit down with three of the four or perhaps five members of the Freestylers of Piping. I've been mentioning this band to you guys since last year when I started doing the uh, Ren Fair episodes, and I just I wasn't able to get them before now, but I did finally sit down with these guys the last Saturday of the New York Renaissance Fair, which was back at the end of September. It's been a little while, but between the backlog I had going on here and just sleeping a lot because of the shift I work, uh, I haven't been able to post this until now. But I was glad to finally get the guys on the show. I had Mike Hebner, Elijah Wolcott, and David Duncan. And without further ado, here they are. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Jay Bunny. I'm here again at the New York Renaissance Fair. This time we're sitting, I think we're in Robin Hood's, uh, Robin Hood's uh, encampment, I think. Uh, and I'm sitting here with three of the members of the Freestylers of Piping. How's it going, guys? Excellent. Very well, thank you. Sweet. All right, so before we start, just so everyone knows who's who, can you tell me who you are and what you do in the band? Uh, my name is David. I play backpipes. I'm Michael Hebner. I play Tupan. And I'm Elijah Wilcott, and I play bagpipes. All right, excellent. So I first became aware of you guys probably the first season that you played here. And, and Mike, I was familiar with you from when you were in, in Volgamut, and Elijah, I was familiar with you from when you were in Kudu. Um, and I was just wondering, um, can you tell me how you guys decided to put this band together? Like, how did this band come together? Um, I guess it started out with uh, David played in Volgamut in 2009. Oh, okay. And that's where we met, and then... I, yeah, so we started talking about it sort of a while back. It would be cool to start our own band at some point. Yeah, we had all played. We had played in various uh, bagpipe bands in the rent fair circuit, and we we just weren't really happy with anything that we like come across. We wanted to try something new and uh, you know different, you know, with our own take on it. So. Okay, cool. All right. Um, now, just just to go back a little bit, can you guys tell me all how? How old you were when you first like got into music, and if you started on the instruments you play now, or if you started with something else first? I started taking bagpipe lessons at about five years old because I just fell in love with the instrument when my parents took me to a concert. Okay. And uh, I've been playing ever since. Excellent, excellent. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, I started playing drum kit uh, when I was about uh, 12, I think. All right. My brother and all my friends played guitar, so we needed a drummer. Okay. Um, started on piano uh, when I was like uh, second grade. All right. I went on to play tuba in high school, in uh, middle school, and uh, eventually picked up bagpipes. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, so, how did you guys decide on the name of the band? How did you come up with the Freestylers of Piping? Uh, that was me. Um, back when I was in college, um, I came up with this idea to like invent some new movement in bagpiping that was sort of similar to like freestyle skateboarding okay where um it was more like about like you know kind of like showy technique and um, and, uh, and tricks and stuff like that i wanted to invent all this stuff and like turn out to be a lot harder than i thought it would be but i did come up with the name the freestylers of piping at the time and um you know eventually we needed a name for the band and i thought back to back to then and i was like oh you know what it might fit so, Okay. And now do you think just because cuz those especially, you know, people 
like I'm a regular Ren Fair goer, but people that, that just come to Fair do for like a day or something, they may hear freestyle and they may associate like with, with freestyle rap, which has come up on the spot, but you guys are obviously very well rehearsed. So is it ever, do people ever think that the name is misleading in any way? Well, the answer to that is we consider ourselves free from a particular style. Ah, okay. So, you know, the music that we write doesn't really follow any rules. You know, there's a lot of rules in traditional bagpiping, there's a lot of stylistic rules and stuff like that where we try to we try to go against this against the stream gotcha okay cool i think that probably comes up every now and again but uh not as not that okay Alrighty. um and <coughs> now how did you guys get involved in playing at ren fairs had any of you ever been like a, a cast member on a ren fair in a ren fair before being a, a musician or how, how did you guys get started in fairs i had never been to one growing up or anything um i was I just ran into somebody back home when I was like 24 and he was like, hey, you should audition for this band and they're, they're like, we do a renaissance fair in Michigan every year. So that I wound up doing that fair that year with that band and then I met some other people and then it just wound up kind of snowballing. Okay. What about you guys? Yeah, I, uh, I was offered a job playing with a different band that's in the renaissance circuit uh, when I got done with school or college and trying to find a way to take care of bills and just from then on and just meeting these guys and this is then uh, yeah getting part of this this project going on okay cool and what about you david i was unemployed in chicago and i got a phone call um somebody invited me to come and play with the band at the renaissance festival and uh, that was it oh okay cool now i'm used to seeing the lineup of, of the three of you guys uh plus um shit plus richard yeah. And uh, but I noticed that the lineup this year has been a little bit like like uh, a couple people missing here and there. And you guys had a have a, a bass player with you that you don't normally have. And so I was just wondering, uh, first and foremost, is he just filling in, or is he a, a full member of the band now? Or oh, well, we're trying to expand the sound of the band. We feel like the next sort of natural thing to add would be bass. I mean, it's something we've been like talking about for a while. And um, David actually plays bass too, and he'd probably be playing a little bit in the future too. So we felt. Particularly, this fair was a good opportunity, and we knew David Earl lives around in the area, and he's familiar with our music, and he's familiar with working fairs, because he was here last year with Duende, and and he's you know he's done a bunch of stuff. He played with uh, Wine and Alchemy for a bunch of years. Yeah, they were just here the last couple of weeks. So he you know he's familiar with the gig. He's a really good player, and so we thought you know. We can like I love hire him for the show and, and and steal all the cool stuff he does and not hire him again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so I noticed I was looking this morning at, at your your social media and, and whatnot and and your online store, and I noticed that there's um, you have the full length album, the, sh uh, the shape of piping to come, which I, I purchased. I don't know, I don't know, it was last year, year before, but I have that. Um, but I was so there's also an EP called Blue Holes, but you guys don't sell that here. I was just wondering why is why is that? Uh, well, it's kind of more of like a it's kind of like a rough version. Well, it's you know, it's got a couple things that aren't on the CD. They're kind of cool, but uh, uh, we just you know when we first made it, it was kind of like um, something to like sell to people. We only made maybe like 500, and it was just gonna be it was just like a limited run kind of kind of deal until we made the full length album. Oh, okay. So um, it just has like a lot, like a handful of stripped down versions of the tunes before they got like arranged, fully arranged of some of them. So it's just kind of like an EP that we decided to sell initially and then um, just not make any more. 
Okay, you, people can still get it, like download it though, right? Because I think it's still in your store. Huh? Not much sure. It might be on iTunes. Okay. Um, yeah, but the physical copy's been out of print for a lot of years. So, oh, because yeah. it still shows as available on this. That's how I knew about it. Okay. Was that cool. that and the full length and then the the single are all showing as available to purchase on your store there. Cool. <laughs> There's actually a. Uh, Go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Percussion piece on the EP that we used for um, David's senior project, who does graphic design. So there, there's a piece on there that um, is, you know, it's kind of like a, like a nugget. It's a percussion-only track. Yeah, okay. It's called, me. Yeah. called Sheila. Sheila, yeah. Cool. So as I mentioned earlier, I know you guys from this fair, but I know that you also play other fairs. Um, but other than Ren fairs, where where else might people find you? Are there other events that you guys do? Anywhere that pays us. We played like um, <laughs> we played like Highland Games. We did the Grandfather Mountain Highland Games in North Carolina for three or four years. Um, yeah, and we're working on sort of uh, branching out and finding more like music festivals and things like that. Um, but honestly, you know, like I said, we'll play anywhere. We once did, uh, me, him, and Richard once did, like, a three-hour bar gig in Tampa. You know? Oh, wow, cool. Yeah. We just busted out everything for that gig. <laughs> everything. Did you guys play Vol- Volgamoo? We did. Before? We did Volgamoo. We did the other bands. Yeah. Those, those which would not be named. And then the, the last show, because we don't have three hours of music. Right, right. <laughs> so, so you were in a bar. How many times did people yell Freebird? Oh, none. No, really? It was... I mean, yeah, none. Huh. That's People surprising. Just sitting down and enjoying the jam. That's surprising because you sure? always it's get really that. You always night. get that once, and <laughs> then if you're at a metal show, you always inev- inevitably get someone yelling "Slayer" at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, People get excited. So, as a selling point for the CD, both last week and earlier today, when I saw you guys, uh, Michael, you said that you guys can't make the next CD till you sell out the new one. It's very true. Um, and so, I was just wondering when when can fans expect that next album? Well, who would tell people we have it all written, and then we basically have figured out how to play most of it at this point. And once we figure out how to play the rest of it, which uh, we're expecting to get it done by like the end of February, I assume. Oh, okay. That's like the goal. Um, yeah, there's still like a like um, a handful of tunes that um, David wrote that we're still working on. A couple that I wrote. So. Okay. And then, um, how much stuff that's currently in your your set? Because I know there's there's one song that you said this is going to be on the next CD. How much other stuff that's in the set is on that that, that people may already know? The Abomination for one, and uh, the two, Runaway Reels, which we play pretty frequently. Uh, Maybe three or four tunes. Well, Rufus, yeah, Rufus, we've been playing. For we started playing Thunderclapper like four weekends ago. That's yeah. a new one by him. We'll, we'll play that yeah. at the end of the day, probably. Oh, at the front yeah. gate yeah. Uh, dance party end of day yeah. thing. Yeah, we cool. tried one of Mike's tunes uh, a couple weekends Two ago. Two weekends ago, we tried one of mine at the end of the day. It's called Two Pl Turn. Cool, cool. I can't wait to. I mean, I, I mean, I'll catch your sets whenever I can, but I can't wait to get, get my hands on that new CD. There's definitely been a lot of you know circumstances the last few years that have kind of like you know. Things have slowed down, you know, in terms of like getting stuff done, but uh, that's kind of how it goes sometimes. Right, yeah. That, that, and you just can't force it, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know, like, for me personally, like, you know, I, I kind of like get inspired in waves. Like, I'll go a few years without really feeling like writing anything, and then all of a sudden, like, I'll get a flood of ideas, and I'll just like have to get it down while I'm not in my head. Okay. So, but everybody's different. Right, <laughs> right, just, right. Oh, yeah. Like I said, we have all the tunes and we have like this program. We have them all, you know. We're listening to them, and 
have it all written down, just, like I said, figuring out how to play the rest of them. Okay. So you guys have played all over the U.S., and I think I saw on your Facebook you've even played in other countries. Um, what's, not necessarily your favorite fair or anything, but what's your favorite, like, place to visit? Place to visit? Hmm. I don't know if I've been there yet. Right. So far, uh, I I really, I went to Czech Republic the last two years with Volgamut, and that was pretty great. That left an impression. Cool. Scotland was a lot of fun when we went as a band. We went over to the World Championships in 2015 and played a a gig over there that involved a lot of the pipe band community. So it was great to get our sound out to that that crowd, and it it was very well received. That was definitely a fun trip on my end for me. So you guys were like competing in the in the competition, or uh, David and I were competing in a in a in a pipe band, yeah. Oh, cool. The band itself, but the band itself was just on a, on expedition. Oh, okay, all right. Showcase, yeah. And what about you, David? Uh, I'm actually partially in New York. I mean, my girlfriend lives here, but also like I just love New York City, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll visit New York City anytime. So are you, you guys are not, are you guys from, where are you guys from? Because I, I, I don't know, I mean, with traveling all around, I mean, you could be from anywhere, you know. That's that's kind of one of the beautiful things about about being a fan of the Renaissance Fair is that, is that you run into people from all over the country. So where, where do you guys hail from? I grew up in Philadelphia. Okay. Actually. I grew up in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, wow. So you guys are from all over the place. Is that, are you guys still from those places? Like, does it make it hard to get together? As a band, when you want to record new music and stuff, or me and David live in Los Angeles. Eli, uh, I just moved, yeah, I just yeah. moved from LA to Cape Cod. Okay. And then Richard lives in Pittsburgh. Dave Earl, uh, who's playing bass with us right now, he drives up from Brooklyn. Okay. So does that make it difficult to, to get together to do stuff? Or? Well, yeah, but Mike and I have been like rehearsing a lot of the stuff for the new album, like in LA. And um, we're just going to, you know, rehearse it as a band whenever we can. And if we all get together so we can get into the studio. Send files to each other. Yeah, that's true. That's, files, in the world of the, uh, the, the the time of the internet, which actually brings me to my next question. Um, how do you guys feel about, I know it's a little different for, for, for you guys as a Renaissance Fair act, but how do you feel about the current state of the music industry where, for the most part, because of the internet, people would rather illegally download or subscribe to Spotify than buy music. And they view it as disposable and they say, ah, you know, I don't really need to buy the CD because I can just go to a concert and, and bands make all their money there anyway. So how do you guys feel about that, that mind frame that, that the general public seems to have about music these days? Yeah, I have, a, I have an opinion. I'm, I'm all for, like, the vinyl resurgence. Because yeah, I, I like to buy, I like to buy LPs. Yeah. So like, if there's a band that comes out with an album that I absolutely love, like I'll make sure that I get that on You know, on the on the flip side, I do have a Spotify subscription, and I, you know, I, I, I download and I stream, you know, on Spotify. But when it comes to supporting bands, I either go see them live or I buy it, or I buy it live. Okay. I think we are probably going to start experimenting, or at least I want to, with other forms of uh, getting the media across, like, um, and including things besides the music in the media, like using, like, USB drives, yeah. where you can include not just, you know, the audio, but, like, you can have video in there, along with pictures and stuff, and 
you know, that way you can and, um, sort of up that sort of the game, sort of like the content that you can give to people. Right, right, right. Because, yeah, CD sales have just been going, you know, for the last, like, 10 years, just been going down exponentially. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Elijah? How do you feel about it? Well, I'm in agreement with Mike. I've, I've seen the decline with uh, of CD purchases, especially with the other bands I've played with. Um, and just yeah, getting experimenting with new, I guess the new technology, and I like the with the USB. I do like that idea of having not only audio but a visual, having like a complete little package you can get of you know the of the band that you've been you know been enjoying watching, listening to. Okay. We actually. Uh, I just got one more. That's all we got. Excellent. So, um, my the last question is, what's next for you guys? Do you have any other fairs booked after New York ends tomorrow? And you know, are you just gonna start you know working on on uh, you know that that CD? Like, what's next for all you guys? Yeah, we're gonna take a little break after this fair's over, and each um like David's got um, a day job in California, and uh, and Eli's got a, a gig and a job, and, and I have a job out there. So we're gonna take probably like a month or two and um, do our own thing, and then this winter get back together and spurts and get this album done. You know, like basically like. Probably our next fair gig will be Southern California in April. Okay. And that's basically like, you know, gotta have the CD done by then. Right, right. But um, other things, it's just, you know, we're not really stressing it. We're probably just gonna focus on getting this thing done and getting it done right. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to emphasize that. I mean, like, yeah. you know, we've been in bands that have pushed out, you know, a lot of a lot of albums, you know, and, and, and we just wanna do we just wanna do it when we when we know it's right. We don't wanna we don't want we are going for quality, not quantity. Right, right. That's fair enough. Uh, before I let you guys go, is there anything else that you wanted to say? Anything else you wanted to plug? I'm actually really excited about the new tunes that we're going to have on the new album, and um, I can't wait to get it out to people. All right, cool, man. Well, I, I, I definitely look forward to it. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you.
And from the album The Shape of Piping to Come, that was the freestylers of piping with The Heavy Hitter and The Shape of Piping to Come. Decided to put those two songs together since on the CD they just go one right into the next. It didn't, it didn't feel right splitting them up. I'd like to thank Mike, Elijah, and David for being on the show. Uh, you can, if you so choose, you can follow the Freestylers of Piping on Facebook at the Freestylers of Piping and also on Instagram at the Freestylers of Piping. You can also follow J Bunny's Music Hub on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon, all at J Bunny's Music Hub. Don't forget, guys, also this podcast is part of the Club Kayfabe Creative Community. You can follow Club Kayfabe Creative Community on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, just look up Club Kayfabe Creative Community or CKCC online. And also don't forget to, uh, if you believe in supporting music as I do, to follow the Industry Embers at Industry Embers on Facebook and Twitter and tweet or post any music purchases with the hashtag buymusic, B-U-Y, or it's buymusic, B-Y-E. Uh, now, this is uh, this is the last episode that I sort of had done and in, in the, the backlog or whatever. I don't have anything else recorded at this time. I do have one uh, interview that has uh, been... the participant has confirmed they're interested. I just haven't scheduled it yet. And I'm going to be reaching out to get some more uh, interviews for metal shows and whatnot coming up in the fall. Uh, they're already starting to announce stuff for the winter as well, so we'll see what I can uh, figure out there. As I always say, it'll it'll come when it comes. Uh, no real schedule to this, and and the uh, although I'm glad to have a full-time job again, the work schedule makes this a little bit harder to accomplish. But I'm still going to do it. So uh, I'm going to leave you guys today with another song by the Freestylers of Piping. Initially, uh, you know, the two songs that I already played were the ones that they asked for, but since they went one right into the other, I didn't want to split them up. So I chose this next song. It's uh, probably my one of my favorite songs from their set and from their CD. Uh, this is Jackson Pollock. Until next time, guys. <laughs>